Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well, and that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. 
all of the evidence. It's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsOfEvidence.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news, what it means, and why it matters. With the Durham report now out, what are the implications of what he found? We will discuss it from a legal standpoint with uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz of Harvard Law School. And we will also uh, take a look at what it means from national policy perspective with KT McFarlane. It's Kevin McCullough. We start right now. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And um, on my other broadcast, Radio Night Live, every Thursday I get to chat all types of legal issues with a man by the name of Imran Ansari and what a great job he does in breaking it down. Uh, but one of his uh, mentors and someone that, it, that uh, he looks up to, someone we all look up to, is someone who has argued constitutional items uh, before the biggest audiences of all time. And his name is Professor Alan Dershowitz. And he rejoins us here at Kevin McCullough Radio. Uh, Professor, I appreciate you making yourself available. The Durham report released yesterday. What did we learn? Well, if you read my book, Get Trump, you, you didn't learn very much because the Durham report actually just replicates everything I've been saying in my book now. The book's been out a month, uh, about a month. Uh, they're out to get Trump. They use a double standard against Trump. Uh, they use a completely different standard in investigating Hillary Clinton than they did in investigating uh, Trump, that there were people in from the highest level, from President Obama down to the FBI, that uh, were prepared to apply a double standard, apply a double standard, not only favoring Democrats over Republicans, which clearly was done, but uniquely disfavoring Donald Trump. There were indeed many Republicans who joined in the campaign to try to get a Trump. So, so it started back in 2016, when, when obviously the area covered by the Durham report, but it continues to this day. Uh, the first person who should read the Durham report is is uh, District Attorney Dr- uh, 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 Bragg, because it describes exactly what he's been doing, violating principles, looking at the evidence in a distorted way, stretching the law. It's all the same thing. It's part and parcel of the same process of getting Trump. And some of these are good people. They're, they're just doing bad things. They believe that getting Trump is more important than preserving the Constitution. And they could look you in the eye and justify this. My friends who I've known for years and years and years are doing that. And they think I'm the most evil man in the world for defending the Constitution on behalf of Trump. They would rather see the Constitution torn to shreds as long as you can get Trump. And that's exactly what the Durham report says. 
Well, doesn't that present then, Professor, and again, I appreciate you um, helping us understand this, because in, sure. in all full disclosure, you were a supporter of Hillary Clinton in the election as, as a voter. A but, supporter, a contributor, but, and a friend. And what yeah. you're saying here is that this double standard, this kind of two-tiered justice, if you will, is damaging the fabric of who we are as a people, are you not? Yeah, no, without a doubt. Um, and, and, you know, the report... In, in no uncertain terms, here's what it says. Unlike the FBI's opening of a full investigation of unknown members of the Trump campaign uh, based on uh, raw, uncorroborated information, in this separate matter involving a purported Clinton campaign plan, the FBI never opened any type of inquiry. I'm reading still from the report. Issued any uh, taskings, employed any analytic personnel, or produced any analytic products uh, in connection with this information. That's, those are the words of the report. Uh, and, and they went after Trump based on, on nothing, uh, on, 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 on gossip and rumor. Uh, on the other hand, with, with Hillary Clinton, I'll just read again from the report. The report specifically uh, points to highly significant intelligence the FBI received from a trusted foreign source pointing to a Clinton campaign to vilify Trump by tying him to Vladimir Putin so as to divert attention from her own concerns relating to her own use of the private email server. Hmm. This is the report by a guy who's been a prosecutor, what, 25 years? Nobody objected to his uh, objectivity when he was appointed. But now, of course, the New York Times runs a headline basically saying, oh, you don't have to believe this guy is a Trump. He's a Trump, uh, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, appointee. Uh, nonsense. Read the report. It's 300 pages long. I have not read every word of it, but right. I have gone through it with sufficient uh, concern to see that uh, this is uh, this is devastating, and uh, and and something has to be done about it. In a society that is dependent upon, uh, as we are, a rule of law to carry the day, yeah. um, if this is being applied by those in power, Professor Dershowitz, in this kind of inconsistent manner. Have it's we not, essentially it's, lost? It's a, perfectly, it's perfectly consistent. One side gets the benefit, well, the other side okay. doesn't. It's yes. not random. It's not inconsistent. It's not that sometimes you know Trump benefits, sometimes the Republicans benefit. It's one-sided. Good correction. I'm again, a liberal Democrat. I want the Democrats to win, but I don't want them to cheat. You know, I rooted for the Boston Red Sox for years, but when they were stealing signals, I was not on their side. Hmm. I came out against them. I don't want the Red Sox to win the pennant by stealing signals. And I don't want the Democrats to win elections by applying a double standard of justice. So what sh what's the takeaway here? Because obviously FBI and DOJ are on some level implicated with the shenanigans. And you could say that in 16, the FBI certainly influenced the election. You could say in 2020, there was a certain degree of the CIA impacting the election these are these are institutions within our government this is power being weaponized against the voters these are institutions that are not accountable uh remember the cia is a secret budget um it rarely ever has to testify in front of uh, congress uh the fbi until recently at least has been treated with kick gloves we know what jay edgar hoover did with the fbi used it as his own personal extortion vehicle um, who will guard the guardians? Uh, what it teaches us is, as people have been saying now for months, no one is above the law. And I'm not applying that only to Donald Trump. I'm applying it to the FBI. 
And the FBI has such incredible power to destroy and ruin people's lives. Uh, and they've been given such weapons, uh, you know, wiretap authority, uh, other kinds of uh, surveillance uh, mechanisms, and they have to be held accountable. So, you know, the one good thing about our system of checks and balances, separation of powers, is now we have Republicans in charge of the House. I wouldn't trust the Republicans to do everything to be the president, the Supreme Court, the Senate, and the, and the and the House any more than I would trust the Democrats. I think it's good to have a divided government. I think it's actually a good thing that the Republicans are in control of the House and can have hearings now uh, to see whether or not there are some recommendations that can come out of the the Durham report. And I hope there will be because it's what it describes is just unacceptable in a democracy. And how do we go around preaching to other countries to be democracies yeah. when we're we're having brag the district attorney of New York make up a crime uh, against uh, Donald Trump to prevent him from running and in order to fulfill his campaign promise that he will get Trump. Well, what's interesting about this, and I'm glad you asked that last question, because later in the show, I'm going to have KT McFarland here to talk about the impact of what this revelation does with our foreign enemies. How does Russia, China and all these countries look at us, especially when China is actively trying to court the nations of the world and say, look at America. She's in decline. We're the up and coming uh, culture. You need to be with us. This is going to have bigger impact than what we've uh than just what how it uh, hits us here at home i don't agree with you look the president of el salvador said how can you preach to us about democracy when you're doing banana republic type things in new york with uh with with brag and i'll be talking about the durham report today on my podcast it's on rumble and it's on youtube and and other places it's called the dirsch show great it's like the first half of my name dirsch show <laughs> without the wits uh yeah. the wits are provided by my listeners uh, well as we always do uh, professor thank you for uh, sharing some time with us my, my pleasure you thank got you. it kevin mccullough coming right back Experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down, and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north, into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped, 
right in front of us. Men were beaten, and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then, they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day, I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God, I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And as we've been discussing uh, throughout the show today, uh, there's lots of different angles to what the end of the Durham report actually means. But one of the things that I've not heard discussed anywhere, and I was awake early this morning pondering this, is what do our foreign, uh, what, what what do foreign nations think when they see? America go through an exercise like we've done with now the proven false story of Russia collusion. Let's bring in Katie McFarland, uh, the civilian four star, as I like to refer to her, uh, as she uh, has served multiple presidents in the Pentagon and uh, always has keen insights on such things. Katie, I I asked Alan Dershowitz about the, the legal implications of all this earlier in the show, but I am very, very intrigued and interested in in what your thoughts are about how our opponents, our enemies, those countries that are hostile to us, look at something like the Russia collusion hoax and what kind of conclusions do they draw about what it means to our current system of government and elections? Well, you know, it's a, it's a good thing that you're asking those questions because our adversaries are clearly paying a lot of attention. Um, at the beginning of the Russia investigation, so let's go back to 2000. 1617. The Russians and Putin himself were privately or publicly saying, ha, 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 look how important Russia is on the world stage. The entire American election is focused on Russia. And so that was giving him bragging rights. Now, fast forward to where we are today and what's happened in 2020 election, the sort of increasing divisiveness of America, the economic problems of America, the inflation, COVID, etc., The Chinese are using our incompetence, shall we say, and our divisions 
as talking points for themselves because they're going around the world and saying, especially to the global south, that's South America, Africa, the Indo-Pacific region, the, the southern part of the Indo-Pacific region. And they're telling those countries, look, America, democracy, it, it just isn't suited for the 21st century. They don't know how to handle themselves. This is not a good governance model. And they point to, in China particularly, and Xi Jinping personally, they talk to a number of things. They say, well, look at China. We handled COVID so well. Look at, the, at Europe and the United States. They didn't. Look at the economy. We've had economic growth of stunning proportions for the last 50 years. Um, we, the communist Chinese system, and we went from nothing to now we're the biggest economy in the world and we're the most advanced and we're the most technologically sophisticated. And we're going to help you do that. This is the model that you should all follow. Then they're talking about the Chinese president has said that China offers this global civilization initiative. And they say, look, it, and if you come under our wing, if China is the global leader, then you can all keep your domestic systems, your cultures, your customs, your really whatever you want, as long as we take charge of the international system. They call it um, standing on the global heights. And they point to America as saying, see, America, because of its woke divisions, is trying to shove all of American democracy, inefficient as it is, the woke system, all down your throats. We're not going to have you do that. We say, keep whatever system you want and follow our model. And then most particularly in the last couple of weeks, they've pointed to um, both China and Russia have pointed to the United States and to the, the, I guess, dislocation, shall we call it. It's a nice word, but what it really means is the internal divisions and the the practical nastiness and verbal civil war that we're engaging in now. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, look, democracy doesn't work. The only system that works is a strong central government, and that's us. And they're pointing to all of these indicators to say, therefore, world, realize that America is a nation in inexorable, unpreventable decline. They're doing it to themselves. Nobody's doing it to them. And therefore, stop looking at America, and we're offering you a choice. In a world where countries are going to have to choose, do you want to be aligned with us or those terrible Americans? who are committing national suicide. So let me and ask so a very right. uncomfortable question. Yeah. yeah. What, what are they saying that's wrong? That's the uncomfortable question. I mean, if you're some third world country right now, you're thinking, how do I feed my people? How do I grow economically? We've been dying. You know, if we, have, if we get step out of line, the Americans won't give us aid because they're going to say we're not woke enough. And you're offered this other choice, and it's a pretty compelling argument. And China punishes you if you don't choose China, because it'll punish you on the trade, particularly on trade. You can't trade with China unless you go along with China being a global superstar. And so the irony is a very bad place. This the, is a very bad place. This is entirely ironic, too, though, because the irony of the Russia collusion is inside out when it comes to what we're talking about here, because while they were trying to say that President Trump was compromised and that other people were pulling his strings and that he wasn't his own man and that there was this all this control that other nations were going to yield over him. By inversion, Joe Biden is exactly that way with China, our biggest opponent and our biggest problem on the planet right now because he's so compromised. I mean, KT, the contrast couldn't be more clear. 
everything they accuse Trump of being, Biden is, and worse. Completely. And that's probably why they, they're so quick to jump to that conclusion. Um, the other thing is that if you look at, at the third point I would make about other countries, in particular adversaries out of exploit it, they look at 2016 and say, okay, the FBI interfered with an American election. 2020, the CIA interfered with an American election. Um, 2024, somebody's going to interfere. What prevents us from interfering in a really big way using artificial intelligence, um, using social media, TikTok, stirring people's emotions up, getting everybody kind of at each other's throats in the United States? And especially because the Democrats have so covered up everything that they've done wrong. I mean, it's now, it's, it's not a secret. It's proof that the, they've interfered. It's proof that Hunter Biden's laptop was real. There's proof from banks, bank statements, that the Biden crime family was taking millions of dollars from China. And yet nobody does anything about it. So the, these other, our adversaries look at that and say, hey, this is a wild west. We can get away with anything. And why? Because the bureaucracy, the Democrats, we're buying these guys right, left, and center. Nobody's saying anything about it. I mean, in this whole conversation we've had with the Hunter Biden laptop and the Chinese have paid $20 million to the Biden crime family, has anybody asked the question of, well, what did they get for it? They got no. a lot for it. They got a lot for it. Yeah. Right? They got Joe Biden, who un- unwound all of the tough sanctions against China the units of the intelligence services that were looking at Chinese spies taking American technology and passing it over. The, the Biden administration has, they've, they've really been soft on China. Now they say they're not, they say, Oh, we're really tough. We're really tough. But if you actually peel back the onion and see what they're doing, they're letting the Chinese get away with murder. So the Chinese are thinking, well, it didn't cost us that much and look what we got for it. So let's keep doing it. They'll, they'll spend that $20 million over and over again. And with as, as bad of a system as we have for even the average American family here, that goes a long way uh, in terms of corrupt officials. KT, always appreciate your insights, and thank you for indulging my kind of off-the-beaten-path question. Thank you, Kevin. Talk to you soon. All right. There she goes, KT McFarland uh, here on Kevin McCullough Radio. Glad to have you with us. Don't go anywhere. of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsOfEvidence.com. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. 
Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, amidst all of the hubbub of the Durham report and other things that we've been talking about, uh, there is another story that continues to be an important one, and it is one that is breaking out all over the country. As the surge continues at the southern border, uh, people are finding that uh, people that are not from their community are being bused to their communities. Yesterday, Vice President Harris had a bus of migrants show up just outside of her residence uh, there in suburban Washington, D.C. But in the state of New York, there is uh, a secondary um, moving around of these people that is happening from New York City outward to upstate. And joining me now is Thomas uh, Humbuck, uh, who is the Rockland County attorney. Uh, that's a civil attorney on behalf of the city uh, in uh, Rockland County. And um, Thomas, let me just ask you, you, you guys are one of the areas 
that are being impacted by this uh, busing migrants around, um, you know, uh, thing that's happening right now, aren't you? Yeah, well, uh, Mayor Adams is uh, threatening essentially the entire Hudson Valley with uh, externalizing his sanctuary city problem to us. And so while we have our own issues with asylum seekers and migrants and uh, have had massive increases in those folks coming to our county, which we are taking care of and which we are providing services for, he wants to spike the number of people that we have on our hands by engaging in a program unilaterally uh, to collect them together and bring them up here en masse. And uh, that's just not a sustainable migration. Well, I don't know that any of this has been sustainable from the beginning. And it's interesting to me, uh, Thomas, that what we're talking about started because New York City waved the flag and said, we're not going to pay attention to any of the immigration laws. We're just going to make ourselves a sanctuary for people to come to. That only happens until you run out of room. Well, I think that's what they're seeing right now. Uh, you know, it's easy to declare yourself uh, welcoming to everybody when the problem's not yours and it's down in Texas. Um, what Governor Abbott is doing, uh, and I'm not going to judge what he's doing on this call, um, but what he's doing is certainly creating pressure in New York City. New York City has to mobilize its dozen Congress people, uh, the two senators that are beholden to the city for their election, their statewide election, uh, to to get a fix going. Well, what's interesting about that is that whether or not Governor Abbott or any of uh, anybody else uh, along the border would be doing this, uh, these types of situations were already going to be a problem because we're we're now at eight thousand immigrants coming across the border per day. When under the Trump administration, we were at about twelve hundred, maybe fifteen hundred on a bad week, um, and we were already seeing, at least in the New York tri-state area. Uh, with uh, problems with uh, fentanyl and other things, uh, gang members and, and others that are being recruited and, and, and coming, relocating to our areas of the country simply because we are big cities. Uh, and again, as long as those cities have big sanctuary programs, that you, you're going to attract them. It's, it's, a, it's a natural magnet. Yeah, I can't even I can't speak to the 340 people who are coming here. But what I can say is that when the local town supervisor who we're in close contact with um, asked the mayor about what was going to happen, uh, he just said, I have no idea. She asked, uh, who are these folks? Have they been vetted medically uh, for criminal background? And essentially, he said he had no idea. You know, this is a concern. It's not our primary. Our primary concern is to make sure that we're not overwhelmed and can't take care of the people within our borders. We were elected here to take care of the people by Rockland County, not by the city. And, um, you know, for the city to just presume they can just go step all over us is not right. So what would you like to see happen in a perfect world? In a perfect world, this is a matter of pressure. The pressure has been by migration and asylum seeking has been coming from the border. It's been pushed to cities like New York and Chicago and other cities in Massachusetts and Boston who have declared themselves sanctuaries um, for, the, for the very purpose that they wanted to receive them. Now they're receiving them and that pressure is getting to be too much. That pressure now has to be reversed and go back to the border. And who's at the border is the federal government. In a perfect world, this, this crisis it's a state emergency in New York. It's a city emergency in New York, and it's an emergency now in 
a handful of counties in New York who've decided to adopt these kind of emergency orders. Um, um, and you know what? Somebody's got to recognize that it's a real emergency. Somebody's got to change what's happening at the border. Somebody's got to create a system that works. Well, it's going to be uh, complicated for sure. Uh, has the county made a decision on what to do if uh, the uh, city does decide to export en masse? Well, we have to, if, well, as long as it's the city, we're going to keep fighting. And friends, that's really the, uh, that's, that's a, a nutshell of what we're dealing with. Uh, when you, when you set up bad policies uh, and then you can't handle them anymore, it, you, you're going to just dump them on other people. That's what's going on. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Heavyweight champion of the world. On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down. I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preach you won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, Women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, and she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work. But because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, As she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, She would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. 
And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. Across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, and uh, taking a little bit of a break from that top story, uh, dealing with the Durham report and so forth, because I want to I want to focus on something that was published in Newsweek on Mother's Day of this week, uh, this last weekend. Uh, and it was uh, published by Emma Waters, who's a visiting fellow at the Independent Women's Forum. If you listen to this show any amount of time, you know I love to have the IWF ladies on because they are thinking so clearly and making the case so clearly in today's world where there's a lot of confusing messages about what it means to be a modern woman. Uh, but Emma Waters' entire piece in this week's Newsweek was all about how the messaging of motherhood and parenting is being presented and how it's unhelpful uh, given current trends. She now joins me. Emma, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. What made you want to write this piece? So this year I actually celebrated my first Mother's Day as a mother myself. Congratulations. Thank you. And going into the season, I was reflecting on my own journey um, into marriage and into motherhood. And one of the things that struck me was the way that other women in my life, um, other influencers, mentors, um, and even other mothers, really shaped my own interest in motherhood, sometimes for better and sometimes for worse. Um, Because many times the way that we um, hear motherhood described, it's often in a very negative light. So it's something that takes from women. It takes your time, your body, your sleep, um, and even your sense of self. And that message is far from compelling. So in my own journey, I found myself having to overcome some of the negative messaging to come to a place where I was interested in becoming a mother. Um, And obviously in the process, I've discovered much of the beauty of it and wanted to write a piece that really challenged some of the common messages we hear around the topic. Let's just get a a sample of those because you you listed several, but women today are less likely you gave some discouraging statistics in there to even want to become a mother or or are becoming mothers themselves uh, what's causing that yes so one study by morgan stanley in particular estimates that by the year 2030 45% of american women aged 25 to 44 will be both single and childless and so in a handful of studies that have been done the reasons for this range from things like um, your financial situation, work-life balance, housing prices, and even climate change. 
But across the board, one of the number one reason that studies have found um, is that women are concerned about their personal independence or their sense of self. Meaning that they are feeling like they're going to lose that if uh, this child comes into their life. That's correct. Yes. And that their whole world will then somehow be reduced. Well, I know that's what they've been told, right? I mean, the whole idea, I played a video yesterday from Lila Rose of live action with uh, another, uh, someone who was opposing her on a podcast called the at whatever podcast and the argument, (laughs) and it's like, sometimes they don't even understand, I think how their, their argument comes out, but her opponent was saying, well, if you if you have sex and you just you you can't under any circumstances allow the baby to to be there, I mean it it starts to uh, when you when you hear some of them begin to verbalize some of this stuff, you begin to see that they don't view motherhood uh, or parenting as especially important at all. No, that's exactly right. It's viewed um, at best as a necessity that you have to do in order to have kids continue the human race. And at worst, it's seen as something that actually degrades you um, is something that should be avoided at all costs. Um, so, and even you see this in various circumstances where in an attempt to balance the responsibilities of the home and the responsibilities of children, it ends up sounding more like, um, I don't know, a legal divorce settlement where you're saying, well, I'm going to do this, but only if you do that. And it really misses the beauty of what the home can offer and the beauty of what a child brings to your life. That right. this isn't something that just takes from you, but it brings so much life and wonder um, and this new perspective and frankly, new relationships that you won't have the opportunity to, opportunity to experience in any other setting. I wanted to touch on that because you brought out both biological and relational benefits that women experience in becoming mothers that I've never heard anyone articulate before. Just touch on a couple of those. Yeah. So a couple that I thought were really interesting. Um, So first, um, so prolactin, which is a breastfeeding hormone um, is actually highest around 3 a.m. in a pregnant woman's life. Um, And so this means that it tends to wake her up and cause her to stay awake for a few hours um, or an hour or so every night. And so this sort of insomnia is oftentimes degraded as yet another uh, drawback of pregnancy. But in reality, this is something that actually prepares the woman to wake up with the child throughout the night so that you're already conditioned to do so. Um, So you're not having to start on sleeplessness right when your child is born, but you're actually better prepared to do it. Um, And another one that is particularly interesting is something called fetal fetal microchimerism. Um, So this is when um, a mother and her unborn child actually share blood cells during pregnancy. It goes both ways. And the baby's blood cells play a powerful role in protecting the mother from injury or life-threatening illnesses. And so these cells can remain in a mother her entire lifetime after the child has been there and help heal things like C-section wounds. Um, It slows the aging process. Process, which I'm a big fan of, um, and it makes women actually less likely to die from any cause. And what's so incredible about this is this is something that the child is actively bringing to your life. Um, and in one study, they found that fetal cells that were left over from an abortion, so a child that wasn't even born, helped rebu- rebuild an entire lobe from a woman's liver who was fighting cancer. I mean, this is incredible. Like this, this child's cells literally saved this woman's life, even though it was only in her for about 20 weeks. Well, take that one step further in the the revelation that you uh, create, you point out in the piece about how relationally there will never be people on planet earth that you'll have the opportunity as a mother 
to have as pure of a start with as as your own children. Talk, talk about that aspect of it. Yeah. So Jordan Peterson has this great quote where he says that your kids want to have the best relationship with you that they could possibly have. Um, and they are more on board with this idea than anyone else in your life. And it, it really struck me that um, the loneliness that many people deal with um, and the desire that we have for the most intimate, um, meaningful relationships, it can actually be fulfilled through our children who genuinely think the world of each of their parents growing up. No, that's well said. And friends, it's a great piece. Emma Waters is the writer. It's in Newsweek from this last weekend, and it's all about having a different perspective of how we talk and uh, basically image the idea of motherhood and parenting uh, to uh, children today. Uh, Emma, thank you for being with us today. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Let's do it again soon. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. champion of the world. On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down. I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well, and that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. 
My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Friends, as bad as we think, the Durham report makes things look. The more I read into this, the, the, the worse it gets. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Final few uh, minutes of the day today. Uh, according to the Durham report, this is a caveat that has not been widely reported, but it is in the report. Um, Durham, according to Durham, Obama and Biden were both briefed in 2016 on Clinton's plan to link Trump to Russia and yet still pushed the collusion hoax. Obama and Biden both did that. And the Durham investigation has revealed that now. So they were both briefed, uh, knew that that was Clinton's plan, and decided to work along with it anyway, according to the investigation. Um, another little tidbit that's just coming out. The FBI also received a tip about Clinton planning to vilify Trump by tying him to Putin, and they didn't investigate it. You know what they did investigate? Trump being tied to Putin. But they got an actual tip. This is in the Durham report. They got an actual tip from the FBI, I mean, from, from the, uh, about the Clinton plan. The FBI received the tip. They did not look into it. They did, they did investigate Trump for being tied to Putin, which was Clinton's plan to begin with. Um, lastly, this is just coming out as well. There is a new report that said, according to the intel from the Dirty 51, these were the 51 uh, national security experts that said that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. A former CIA director has now admitted that that dirty 51 Intel letter discrediting the laptop was 100% political. And because Mr. Blinken, who was the guy that decided to get creative and invent that whole thing, he's now our secretary of state and they've admitted to all of it. See, it is this kind of chicanery that makes me very, very worried 
about that you heard Professor Dershowitz refer to it at the beginning of the show today. It makes me worried that we're going to ever have faith or trust in our institutions again. See, the power of those government institutions only works as well as the people of the country can trust and believe that they are doing the honorable thing. And we have two things going on here at the same time. We have the destruction of the integrity of the government itself simultaneous to a country that has begun to thumb its nose at God and say, not your plan, my plan. My plan's the plan. And friends, what it could be explained as happening is that God is just removing his common grace from our lives. These are dark days for America, friend. You need to be praying for this country. And we need to certainly be exercising our God-given responsibilities to make our country what he would like it to be. Kevin McCullough, we'll see you next time.